All right, everybody. We're back with the football dummies here. It's myself, Aaron Winters, and I'm here with Joey Absher. Say hi, Joey. Hey, everybody. How's it going this week? All right. Well, we hope you all are having a good week. It's been a it's been a couple, what, two or three weeks since we've recorded, Joey? Oh, yeah, man. I've been taking some time off <laughs> away from this. No, nah, not really. Um, it just hasn't been too much going on. We're just waiting for, uh, like, training camps to kick off with this whole COVID, man. So, yeah, they've, they've officially kicked off. We just haven't had too much news. Uh, you know, some, some slight breaking news we had. Uh, Gerald McCoy out for the season, stuff like that, but n- nothing extreme. So we've just kind of been kicking back a little bit. You know, we don't want to bore you all with uh, with pointless podcasts every week. So we'll figure we'll wait till there's some uh, real content there. But we figure we drop a, a little love tonight and tell you all how much we miss talking shit to your bitch asses. Yeah, he calls it love. I'm here to fucking drop some hate. I want to talk <laughs> about, uh, since the uh, whole thing. Fucking training camps have been starting to kick off. I love seeing that the league is starting to get more active out there. We're seeing a lot more trades process, and I can't wait to talk about these trades that have went through in the last week or two and how a few of these teams are turning out. Uh, some teams are really making some moves out there, trying to make strides to be better. While while some of these guys out here, Aaron, I, I, I'd love to, to hear what you think of what's going on in their heads because I don't have a fucking clue. Yeah, some of them are just dumb. I mean, I watched, uh, uh, you know, Steven, I love you, bro, and you're normally so smart. I don't know why you gave a second-round pick for K.J. Amler. What the fuck was that? I think Jerry Judy went in the second round of our rookie draft this year. Yeah. No, Jerry Judy was Joey, Jerry Judy was first round. Uh, Henry what? Ruggs fell to the second. Okay. Um, Henry uh, Patrick Queen was in the second. Kenneth Murray, Isaiah Simmons was at the 201. You know, you're getting guys like that in the second round for uh, KJ Hamler. I mean, I like I like speed too, but you know, I traded Henry Ruggs away for DJ. Isn't Moore. he like KJ Hamler like five six? I don't know. I, I'd have to look at his stats, but he's uh, you know, I mean, it's not a, it's not a. There's just a lot going on over there in Denver. You know, Jerry Judy. Um, you got Cortland Sutton. Um, you have what Patrick's still over there. I mean, it's just a, there's a lot, you know, uh, you got, especially the running backs over there. Um, both pass catching, both pass catching. I did see that Melvin Gordon, they said has been struggling really bad to adapt to the, the air, uh, I guess, what would you say? Air quality up there because how thin it is. Oh yeah. A mile high. That's right. I didn't even think about that. That's a, uh, you know, he's going from uh, sunny California, sunny Southern California. That is. Yeah, he's uh, going from San Diego to Mile High. That's yeah. that's a big out there training. Huge. But he did he did note in there like he's he's coming along. He's making steps and strides. He he's excited to go play a game outside of there. I believe is what he said. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And you know he's, you know they barely. I mean they're still sharing a stadium to this to this day now. You know even though it's it's a different one. But you know San Diego wouldn't build him a stadium. That's why they left. I mean at least now he has a home stadium. You know and it's got a lot of history behind it too. Yeah, and he's got to battle Philip Lindsay because that guy ain't no chump. He's been sitting there putting up numbers lately. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyways, uh, moving with that, yeah, he gave up a, uh, a second round pick next year to Kareem These Nuts. I'll say it, Kareem These Nuts has been a part of a lot of trades lately. Yeah, congratulations, man. You've been you've been you've been making moves. Not the brightest moves, I don't think, but but you, needless to say, there has been moves made. There was I, there was some crazy moves he made where he just ended up getting rid of Alvin Kamara for fucking nothing. I mean, it was weird. But uh, you know, I I got Alvin Kamara on my team somehow. I know it was weird. He just magically showed up there, and you really didn't lose any players. But you know, congratulations to Kareem. He had Buda Baker, but I believe he traded Buda Baker away again. He did. He did. Uh, I think would you say would you say he's uh, diagnosed with just trade fever at that point? I mean, do we do we have to like block the guy from trading, or do we just let him let him just fucking shoot for the moon because he thinks he's a genius? You know, he he may you know watch watch him show out of nowhere and he's a mad genius at the end of all this and his team wins the whole thing. I mean, you know, we'll all wake up and realize that that was just a dream and well, the season hasn't even started yet. But you know, I was talking to him just before we got on the podcast oh, and. He, he was talking some mad shit, hating on players, calling him overrated. And he was bashing on some running backs. And I was I had to ask him, I'm like, what room do you have to talk when you've only got one starting running back? 
Yeah, Kareem Hunt is not a starting running back. I'm sorry, Nick Chubb is a beast. Uh, yeah, Kareem, Kareem Hunt's got skills, but he's going to be working more out of the slot, the change of pace back. Yeah, well, and, and the organization drafted Nick Chubb. Like, the, you know, the front office likes him. I mean, there's a reason that he's there. Um, he doesn't have off-the-field issues. I mean, he's, he's not the uh, versatile running back that Kareem Hunt is, but he's still, I mean, he's just a bruiser, you know? I mean, his rookie year – you know, he didn't take over until what, like week six or something after uh, they traded Carlos Hyde. And he still had, he, he, I think he went over a thousand yards that year. And then last year he had something, what, like 1,400 yards rushing? You know, I mean, like you don't just do that if you're a shit running back. You know what I mean? You definitely don't do that at a shit level. But I, even with Kareem Hunt being there, I mean, in the last six weeks, Chubb is still a very effective runner. It'll be interesting on how they do because I wouldn't even call it a timeshare there. I I just want to say how they use Kareem Hunt at this point. I I did hear that he's lining up a lot out of the slot and working with the wide receivers as well. Yeah, and I mean that's good for his career though. You know, take a little bit less abuse off of him. So when he gets a contract with another team, I mean he's basically just been running routes. There's a reason. And for, that you, and for Kareem, these nuts. I mean PPR is key. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and then. Um, you know, like I said, once he finally signs somewhere else, because I don't believe he'll be in Cleveland that long, um, he'll actually he'll have some ex- a lot more experience running those route trees. So uh, that will be uh, significant for his growth as a player. And I think he'll be I think he'll end up being a really good pick for Kareem these nuts. I think he's just got a little too much hype on him for this year, personally. Hey, so. I, I got a question for you. I was looking at a lot of the teams, and I was breaking down teams that need linebackers, teams that need running backs, because I feel like in the state that we're in today, the running back is the most valuable offensive piece. Yes. In, in overall, in overall. And um, and linebacker is the most valuable defense piece. Uh, yeah. Well, so, so, I mean, if you're going by point, points alone, most points forward, that's going to be quarterback. But we all know the, 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 the real, I guess the real issue with, with becoming what's the most significant uh, player is the drop-off in points from a top-tier uh, position to the next tier. And the reason that running back is so high is because there's a huge drop-off from 1 to 5, from 5 to 10, and then after 10, there's a complete difference in running back. So with uh, – you know, so like quarterback, for instance, you don't have that drop off like one to 20. They score within five to seven points of one each other, of each other per week. So you can make On up that average. Yes. Yeah. So you can make up that point difference in other. Positions. I know people listening right now. Don't don't be thinking in your head right now. That's crazy. The only two people that can think that in their head are going to be uh, a Gwyn and uh, and knee deep and up because Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes are a little different. But I mean, on average scoring. Uh, that was Lamar Jackson's one year. Let, let's see if he does it again. Like you're saying, uh, yeah. Uh, well, well, I agree. I just wanted to point out because if if either Roger or Ashley's listening today, I just want them to know. Don't be thinking in your head that he that he's crazy and he's stupid. Uh, you, you guys, you guys drafted your quarterbacks in the first round for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. No, and I and I was going to mention that next that the number one in every position is going to by far outscore the number two. So so when you're dealing with like averages and and players based on position you almost have to take the number one out of the equation and consider yeah, I, the, and consider the number totally, two the number one i totally agree with you because i mean in, in all situations here you got lamar jackson who outscored even patrick Mahomes crazy you got uh cmc who outscored the next guy by a stupid amount you got fucking uh uh michael thomas who had way more receptions than any wide receiver by a dumb amount like yeah, I mean, just his, his his receptions alone were crazy, but yeah, I mean, if you take if you take the the point difference between the number one and the number two in almost every every position, um, it'll be greater than the difference between two to six. You know what I mean? Like it'll be it's that the rest of them are that close together. Like they're they're fair they're fairly close in points per week. But the 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 true problem is how are you going to protect or predict who's going to be the number one in every position next year? It's not possible. So the point is just uh, there's certain positions that you can, I don't want to say dismiss, but you can draft later, you know? So, I mean, it, you know, it is what it is with that. But I, I th- that's the thing about linebacker. I agree with you. They score the most points on defense. But my problem with linebackers is much like quarterback that there's a lot of them scoring the same amount of points. Now there's a couple at the top, obviously, you know, Darius Leonard, that sort of thing. 
uh, even like Jordan Hicks last year, that dude went off. But uh, there's a couple guys way at the top, what you, mostly one, but uh, that will outscore every other one by a lot. And then, you know, the point differences don't break off that significantly, you know, one through 10, really, or two through 10 for that matter. Um, you know, I agree with you. And you're, you're totally right. But but my with with what you're saying and why I, I kind of disagree and I want to bring up my point and, and see how you feel about this. Now, I'm not really arguing. I just want to go off the running backs. It's two per we got two spots on running backs. I'm not including flex, obviously. And uh, there's only 32 running backs. And that's what makes them valuable. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, we're running three linebackers per team. Um, how far do you run your first, your, your last tier? Because with everyone grabbing three linebackers in a 12 man league, man, what, yeah. what are we talking about? Three times 12, man. Well, no, that's what I mean. I'm like, I mean, how yeah. far are your tiers going down? Yeah, no. And then there's definitely going to be a, a point, a point difference between like five and 36. You know what I mean? Obviously like that's not even a question, but I mean, once you get past like the 36, like. I don't really see a point difference between like 36 and probably like all the way to like 80. You know what I mean? Like they're all kind of in that zone where they can pop up and score higher than they did last year and, and get into that 36 range. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I I mean, I think the biggest, I think the biggest drop off on the defensive side of the ball, and I'm just saying linebackers are my favorite, obviously, but I think the biggest drop off in points is actually at the D line. Oh yeah, most significant. That's that's like the running back of the and and see, I would agree with you on that. I would say that the defensive line is almost like the running back for the defense. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't see it like that. So, well, I say for unfortunately, fortunately for you and I, who both got really good defensive lines, um, the uh, the point difference is dramatic from top ten to to twenty. I mean, you're probably cutting points in half. You know, exactly. So I and there but, might be a there might be a bigger drop off with defensive line than there is for running back. I would actually have to look that up. We'll have to, you know, what we'll do we'll uh, we'll look that up at the end of this year after the season's over and we've used our scoring system and see how uh, significant that drop off actually was. Especially those hits on quarterback and uh, batted balls. And well, and the sack. What does the sack end up being like? Eight points for us or something? Seven or eight points? I think. You get, you have one of those games where your boy has three sacks and holy fuck, your defensive line just swift. Did that change the whole? Yeah, they're scoring Lamar Jackson points and stuff. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. People sleeping on Chandler Jones. I have people are sleeping on defensive line period, but I'm okay with that. There's a there's a reason that I was able to get who I got, and I got. Yeah, there's a reason why I got three starters and two backups, and I'm stoked about. Right, fairly late. So we looked at that first trade with uh, KJ Hamler uh, for the second very briefly, but I I got to tell both of y'all it was a terrible trade. Y'all be y'all be voting y'all y'all great y'all job. Be- you what? I said, great job, Timlin. Great job, Timlin. Well played. But y'all, y'all gotta, uh, y'all gotta stop uh, voting allow on every trade that's not just Joey's, okay? <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> well, they hate us because they ain't us is my saying this year. Because uh, no matter where the trade goes, if the trade looks like to someone, it's in my favor. Everyone tries to veto. If the trade looks like I overpaid because I'm drunk, it's some of the fastest approvals I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. But, I mean, like this trade right here, like we're all voting. We got four yeses and a no on it, right? So it's still pending, obviously. You know, it's a two-day <laughs> processing thing. But these guys want to bitch about shitty trade and shitty trades. And uh, we got a – It's literally going through, guys, and you don't give a fuck. Yeah, right now, this second-round pick, 2021, that's a huge deal, guys. That's a – you're talking – you guys want to – uh, this is not, perfect, Darren. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to jump in right now. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I want you to go off for a minute and elaborate to these guys the value of these draft picks they're giving away just because they're not players this year. Coming into next year's draft, to take it for example, in our bigger league, we did our five-round rookie draft this year. Aaron, who do you get for a first and second round and third round? Break that down to these guys. Well, well yeah, that's and that's the thing. These guys are – the way that we're valuing players is uh, versus picks is, is pretty uh, – I'm pretty terrible to be honest with you. I'm trying to let me bring this up real quick. I wanna I wanna read to you guys and I, I probably should have done this a long time ago. I feel bad for y'all because you've been giving away a lot of crap for real crap. Um but we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna look over the draft results from a uh five round rookie draft that Joey and I did recently. 
Now, this is the kind of guys in the first round, obviously. But, you know, for, for all of you that think that every magical rookie you have is going to go in the first round, I want you to hear the real first-round picks in a rookie draft. Uh, we started with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the number one overall, followed by J.K. Dobbins, followed by Jonathan Taylor at the 103, Jerry Judy at the 104. You know, it's really nice. All four of those guys are on my squad. Uh, number one, <laughs> 105, C.D. Because that's good. That's because fucking knee deep and muff doesn't value people. Hey, anyway, I got, I got, I drafted two of those guys. So anyway, number five, CD Lamb. Congratulations, Adam. You got the next rookie off our rookie draft. Uh, one oh six. Who has this guy? Oh me, DeAndre Swift. <laughs> um, this is a uh, this is a pretty bad uh, <laughs> uh, pick in and actually this draft, and I will give all of you that, but. Uh, this dude named Grave Diggers drafted uh, Chase Claypool in the first round. Uh, yeah, second... should, that, 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 he, him and Rugg should have flipped. Yeah, third, well, some anybody else. Uh, Chase Claypool should not have gone in the first round. But so we'll we can cancel one of these picks out in the first round. But Chase Claypool at 107, Cam Akers at 108. Congratulations, Agwin. Agwin, you got a first round pick in your in your picks. Uh, 109, Chase Young, and this will be the only defensive player that goes in the first round for all of y'all that thought that Isaiah Simmons and Patrick Queen and Kenneth Murray and all these other guys. None are, of those are, guys went in the first round. None of those guys went in the first round. Chase Young did. You know, they're calling him a generational player for a reason. Uh, 110, Justin Jefferson. 111, Jalen Rieger. Uh, good job. I forget who has Justin Jefferson. I know Jalen Rieger is owned by uh, Justin right now. Um, and then a first quarterback comes off the board at 112, and that's Joe Burrow. Um, so that's the first yeah. round. That's the first round for all of you guys that think all of your uh, your fir- your rookies are first round talents, and you're wondering uh, where do I what do I trade for these guys? Well, you don't trade first round picks for guys that don't go in the first round because <laughs> the, the value is not there. Um, <laughs> With the exception of this 201 pick, I do feel like Claypool should have been knocked out. Yes, Claypool should have been knocked off. I agree. Maybe Rugs could have gone there. I, I'm not, you know. I'm not you know, even putting him there, but I'm saying Rugs should have moved into the first round. I, I should. Rugs should have went into the first round, but that's okay. So at the 201, you got Isaiah Simmons. So this is second round talent, guys. This is what you gave up for uh, for KJ Hamler, Stephen. Isaiah Simmons in the 201. Tua at the 202. Keyshawn Vaughn at the 203. Henry Ruggs at 204. Denzel Mims at 205. Patrick Queen at the 206, Zach Moss 207, Kenneth Murray 208, Brandon Ayuk 209, Michael Pittman 210. Congratulations again, Adam. Xavier McKinney 211, and T. Higgins at the 212. Now, those that's some talent right there. That's a lot of really good guys that I would. I, not... I, heard, I, heard, I heard some big names that I'd love to have on my roster. Absolutely. I'd, I'd love to have Michael Pittman on my team. I'd love to have Xavier it's, McKinney. I'd it's lo- it for the sake and for the sake of time and everything, I don't want to go through all five rounds, but go ahead and wrap up the third round for people. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up the third. Um, Grant Delpit, Antoine Winfield, LaVishka Chenault, A.J. Dillon, Van Jefferson, Antonio Gibson, Justin Herbert, Brian Edwards, Darrington Evans, Jordan Brooks, Anthony McFarland, and K- uh, Clavon Chason. So that's your third rounders right there, you know, and we're, we're talking about, you know, so you kind of – Those guys are all kinda... key developmental players. Yeah, they're they're not quite uh, other than uh, uh, minus Grant Del- Delpit and probably Grant Delpit actually out of that round. The rest of them are developmental players, but but good pieces. So you see in the third round, you guys are not valuing those third round picks. Those are pretty good players. Um, let me go through the fourth and fifth real quick. I'll just read straight through. I won't sit there and talk. Uh, Lynn Bodwin Jr. at four hundred one. Willie Gay, Daryl Taylor, Logan Wilson, Zach Bond, Jeremy Chin. Um, Albert Okawagi, the guy from Denver, uh, Devon Duvernay, KJ Hamler, Joshua Kelly, Yater Grossmatos, and Cole Komet finishes up the fourth round. We start the fifth round with DJ Dallas, AJ Epinesa, Malik Harrison, Jacob Phillips, LaMichael Perrine, Derek Brown, Jordan Love, Julian Okarwa, Davian Taylor, J- uh, Jalen Hurts, Adam Troutman, and then the draft finishes with Jeff Okuda. Hey, I'm sorry. I missed the name, or did he go undrafted? Where did Xavier McKinney go? No, he was. Uh, I drafted him in that in that league at the two eleven. 
Okay, he won the second round, right? Second round. Well, yeah, you know, I might. The, you know, a lot of people thought I overdrafted him there. Uh, they were thinking. I, 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 well, I just wanted to know because I, I had Jeremy Chin originally on my team. That's now on your roster, and I was arguing with somebody that uh, they were trying to tell me that McKinney isn't good talent, and I'm like, wait a second here. No, no, McKinney. Yeah, uh, uh, McKinney was the first DB off the board in our league. Yeah. So for you guys that think that I got burned that bad in that Jamal Adams trade, I just want you to sit back and think. Yeah. So anyway, that now now the whole point in that guys is that we wanted you to see what a rookie draft actually looks like. Y'all, most of y'all never even seen one, um, but you know it, it kind of shows you that there's a lot of talent at the end of the second round. And what I want y'all to re- remember too is when you draft, when you think that your second round pick doesn't matter, because what if you're what if you have the first pick overall? Um, you actually will have the the two uh, the two oh one if you have the first pick overall uh, because this is actually just like real football and it's not a snake draft after the first year so it will actually be a linear draft so if you tank your team you not only get the first pick you don't or if you have the first pick you don't get the twenty fourth pick you get the first pick and the thirteenth pick so just FYI so your two your second round pick is huge your third round pick is almost a second round pick just plus one so you know, yeah you, you, and, and you so should... all you guys that are valuing my first round pick since i'm gonna win the league just think of it as a high second all right <laughs> the the point in all that is is don't think that your 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 picks don't matter you know there's a, all those players right there you guys are aware of because the draft just happened you know who they are well yeah, yeah. Draft... be aware picks lives matter our, absolutely our uh, our draft won't happen until after the 2021 draft so you will know who's on whose team people will be, will be getting hyped by then players will be uh you know tweeting out stuff and workout videos and people will be doing all that and we'll know and i, I try to and i agree with them 100 i try to tell you guys this I'm, i'll be the first one to tell you i sold every one of my picks this year i've got a lot of picks back due to some trades but i want to be honest with you guys if i had no picks and the year ended, and we're going into the draft. I'm one of those about football. I know you guys are too, or you want to be listening to us talk shit right now. So come draft time, you guys are going to be trading away pieces you probably don't want to trade away just to get into this draft. So think about that as well and start valuing your picks. Absolutely. You know, I mean, throughout the season when, when uh, you know, you're tanking your team anyway, because let's say you, you lose the first four weeks, you know, you know you're not going to pick up and just destroy the season. So, I mean – you know, if you got a, a I'm, I'm old, interested to see in the way Aaron set it up, I'm interested to see which one of you guys take last because it isn't like a normal consolation bracket for the losers to go through. It's called the toilet bowl. So each week the lowest score moves forward. Yeah, no, that that will be kind of fun to watch too. The toilet bowl will be interesting. Uh but as for you know, going into next year, um, y'all like, you know, especially like booze and boobs, if if your team starts blowing off the bat, you know, I'm not saying it's going to. But if it does, you got some older players that might be putting up a lot of points. Um, that you better you know, trade those away. You better trade them away for some picks, man. Like you know, uh, heed our advice here. We're not. Uh, I'm not trying to hurt your team at this point. I'm not. I'm not. You know, you drafted how you drafted. You have some really good studs at uh, running back, but uh, some of your other positions are he's extremely one old. Team, he's one of the teams, as you're saying that. I actually have marked down here under teams, and I have question marks next to his name. That actually need running backs because other than his first two, and I don't know if you have your computer up right there, if you can click on Boobs and Booze's team, yeah, other can. than CMC and Barkley, who does he really have? So if one of those, if, if those guys are on buy or one of them gets COVID, like who's stepping up? That's the way I looked at a lot of these teams this week. Well, let me, let me look at it right now. Guys, I, I wanted to I'd touch base with these guys just before we get off today. And, and go just touch base on everyone's teams on how it's all developing. And okay. I was, what, what we're talking about his team, I think he's one of the ones that, even though he has two of top picks, went running back, running back, that he might possibly need a running back. Which blew my mind because he just traded me Tyreek Cohen in the last one. Booze and boobs. All right. So, Booze and Booze had as Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, obviously. Adrian Peterson, uh, Bonifon, he has, uh, it's, uh, what's his name's backup, uh, Christian McCaffrey's, uh, Wayne Gallman, so he's got the backup for Barkley as well, uh, Peyton Barber, huge hopeful there over in Washington, and Frank Gore, the ageless wonder. Um, first of all, I'd like to start off, and I'll let you take over with this, but uh, 
you have officially drafted two of the oldest – no, sorry, the two oldest running backs in the NFL. Uh, what is their combined age, Joey? Isn't it like seven? 72. 72. 72 years old between those two uh, running backs. Uh, congratulations. One of them one of them's actually a starter now, if I'm uh, not mistaken. Yeah, one of them is a starter. So congratulations. You have the oldest running backs in the league. Um, but go ahead and tell me that that Dave, that uh, David Johnson isn't going to be more effective this year than Adrian Peterson at thirty seven. I, I I still just can't believe that. But yeah, boobs and booze. Great job. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, no, no, you're. Uh, I mean, you're right about that. But yeah, he is. Uh, he does need some running backs. He's. Uh, you know, stop trying to trade him away. You're trying to tra- trade away Saquon Barkley for the world, and you ain't got no other running backs. Stop it. And he's got Adrian Peterson on the trade block too. So not, neither one of them um, need to leave your team. What do you think? What do you think he would get for Adrian Peterson? Uh, I wouldn't give him anything. <coughs> A twenty twenty three fifth rounder? No. Why would you give anything for that? You're right. Like I don't know. If you, I mean, we say he's a starting running back right now, but they they drafted Antonio Gibson. Uh, they brought over Peyton Barber. Uh, they have what's his name McKissick. Um, I, I want to say there's even more running backs over there. Like it's not guaranteed that the what thirty eight forty five year old Adrian Peterson is going to be the starter. Thirty, I believe he's like thirty five or thirty seven. He's one of the two, but. With that being said, that reminds me of uh, LaShawn McCoy last year when he went to Kansas City and joined that group, and everyone got all hyped up. Oh, LaShawn McCoy's there. LaShawn McCoy's there. And he ended up being a healthy scratch for most of the end of the year. From yeah, track. oh, yeah, injury-prone. and yeah, I mean, they, they had a whole they, That's what blew my mind with Tampa Bay. People were all hyped on him again. I was like, what the fuck? A, Is this a different LaShawn McCoy? Does he have a son? Kansas City had a pretty uh, banged-up and – you know, very undetermined running back crew last year. So it's it's nice to see that they uh, decided to put some youth on their team. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I actually have – I was actually uh, – yeah, boobs and booze, man, with that. So who else who, who else's bro- team are you looking at that needs running backs? Uh, I'll tell you right off the bat, so icy. Oh. Uh, Kareem's nuts. Both need running backs. I would, I would stretch to say um, – JT Superman could use another one with the uh, Raider Nation and Roger both needing another. You know, one. he's uh he's got some good backups there though. You know, I mean uh a lot of we well, talking I'm about? talking about JT Superman and I'm also talking about So Icy. They both have some good backups in in uh in their uh, running back position. Who, who's their starter though? Uh for JT Superman it's uh Austin Eckler and James Conner. Uh for So okay. Icy it is uh, Marlon Mack. Because he had Derek Geist, but he went down. So I'm going to say Marlon Mack. And Joe, with and Joe Mixon. Okay. So, I mean, yes, he could use another yeah. starting running back. But, you know, he's got some. I mean, and both of those guys, when those guys are on buys or something happens with COVID this year, here's going to be my question this whole, epi- this whole time, this whole episode, is who's filling in? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, man. We haven't been presented with a lot of the problems that are gonna, you know, um, that are gonna uh, emerge at some point. Uh, you know, uh, Vader Subs definitely needs some more running backs too. He's only got five on his roster. Yeah, and uh, even the ones that the five that he has on his roster, who who's his? Tell me his top three of the five. Uh, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Matt Breda. Breda's his third. That's scary. That 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 would scare me if I was him. Frank's got a lot of running backs. Y'all can go get them from him. Yeah, talk to uh, talk to Dominus out there. He Dominus, he freaking he has a lot of running backs. Don't come talk to Absurism or yeah, don't don't come, uh, don't come for any of my yeah. running backs. Y'all get y'all get fucked. Yeah, unless you want Lamar Miller or Jordan Howard, just don't don't come talk to me. Speaking of, we, you know we did we didn't we haven't even brought up the issue of uh, these guys really don't believe that I would not trade Saquon Barkley. For Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Joey told that. Oh, I told I told him straight up on there there's no way in hell. With that being said, I tried to even elaborate even more and tell him you wouldn't trade DK Metcalf for Saquon Barkley up. There's some people on some person on everyone's team, no matter what, you wouldn't trade a top pick for. On my team, I have the same thing with Dem- De- Demarius Leonard. Like I'm not trading Leonard 
or I don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, it's it's there's 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 players that you that you're completely sold on and you're hyped on. You think they're going to be the next best thing, which you know, uh, or the longevity. Yeah, of and the longevity of them. Uh, the guys I have are young. You know, I uh, the the two there's two big things that I don't like about Saquon Barkley, and uh, one there are the team that he's on, and the offense is is fucking terrible, and uh, the trash straight trash offense, and uh, the second their offensive. Line- Everyone they re reamp their offense. That's every fucking team says every fucking every year. And then the second thing is his he's already proven that he's injury uh, prone. So I mean, yeah, yeah. You guys think what's his name's the backup, and then watch fucking Dion Lewis come in there and start snagging fucking some plays. But regardless, the the thing is, and you know, people will always go back to his rookie year. And you know, I told you on the phone earlier. I said that was nice. That's when he had Odell there, a legitimate number one wide receiver. Uh, people, you know, when, when you have a when a team has a number one or number two, even number three wide receivers that are just badasses, uh, they, you know, they they keep the teams honest. They don't just stack the box. When- well, they yeah, they can't put that eight in the box. They have to respect it, especially with the, like people with speed. That's what uh, that's what makes me real worried about your Clyde Edwards Hilaire because you're you can't stack the box in Kansas City with freaking. Tyreek Hill and Nico Hardeman, because if you do that, then they're behind your safety. And don't forget about Sammy Watkins. He, I, I know, but I'm talking about the speed of those. Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I Sam, feel you. Sammy, Sammy receiving threat. I, I still love Sammy. And, and Travis Kelsey. So, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. The, the weapons are just, you know, and, and with, with that team and with that quarterback, all weapons are going to be a huge weapon for Patrick Mahomes. So, it's not even – it's not even exactly. a question, but yeah, no, I, the, I love the offense that Clyde Edwards Hilaire is on. Um, it's not about the running back. It's about the offense that he's on. And that's what I believe in. And that's why I'm so hyped. Um, I would love to have Patrick Mahomes. I'm just not willing to draft him in the first two rounds. Exactly. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. if you really, you got, you, I really like to take a second here and bash a team. Now I've been saving this before we move on to the next position to talk about, but here on running backs, uh, the worst running back roster I see has to be Kareem D's nuts. Is he bad now? Well, it, it was him or so I see, but I mean, he is number two running back on his roster isn't a starter. And I believe it's the same thing with so I see. So it, it, they're in a competition for the two worst running back crews. So I see obviously had Darius guys have that uh, off the field issues that ended up getting him released. But Kareem D's nuts was uh owner error out there trading away running backs when he didn't have one coming back. What are you talking about? He's got Giovanni Bernard and Brian Hill back there. Oh, my God. They're going to go off this year. You only have four running backs, Jason. Garbage. Man, I'm he sorry. Bet, and, and he doesn't even want Mark Miller or Jordan Howard. I said, man, those Jordan Howard might be your second best running back on your team. Yeah. Well, He's getting a second for KJ Hamler <laughs> next year, maybe. Draft him you know, running back, I mean, Jason. Draft him running back. You ain't gonna get a top tier running back in the in the in the second round, though. That's no, gonna be more like wide receiver still too. Second round, you're, you're looking at like defensive players, you know. Nah, but you no, know, you can get. I think or wide receiver. Wide receiver. Yeah, third Go ahead. Linebackers or wide receivers, that's all I was going to say. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're all good. Um, with that being said, I just wanted to bash Tim Lynn's fucking running back roster for a minute. That's just fucking trash. You need to go talk to Domino's and try to trade. Don't come to me. I'm not trading your bitch ass anymore. Everyone hates on me. His what? You said his, his what roster? I said his weak-ass roster, little bitch-ass motherfucker. Yeah, but you said something about his running back, like like he has more than one. <laughs> said he needed to go trade uh, Domino's for some running back. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, with that being said, do you want to talk about anyone's running backs before we move on to the next position here that I got? Uh, Raider Nation needs to add some. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. He's got James Conner and uh, Austin Eckler, right? Hey, I don't have that many running backs either. No, that ain't Raider Nation that has them. Who's Raider Nation got? He's got uh, Todd Gurley, James White, Mostert, and Jalen Richards. That's his second wide running back. That's terrible. He, I mean, don't go look at my roster and make fun of me for Tyreek Cohen, who would be, like, number three on all these guys' rosters that we just talked about. Might be number two. Yeah, you know what I mean? And they're bashing me. You know, like, 
the fuck out of here while I'm stacking three, four backup running backs. <laughs> yeah, my, I didn't realize I had nine running backs. Good for me. Yeah, I, I've, I have quite a few as well, my friend. You, you have a similar setup than I do. That's very just, good. Just, just like the next position I wanted to talk about here was going to be defensive line. But when I started going through it, there's not really too many teams in our league that have a good defensive line. Um, I, I kind of skipped not past those guys, and that's why I picked linebacker to talk about. Linebackers mm. uh, is a big position for the teams to fill. Uh, we tried to talk to you guys about outside linebacker designation, uh, I believe, on the last one or the one before that. A few of you guys didn't listen. That's all right. Some of those outline linebackers still can pay off for you with sacks and everything, but you really want them on your D-line. Um, going through the linebacker people right here, bro, I see A. Gwynn really struggling. Uh, Roger, or knee, knee Deep and Muff is going to be struggling. Timlin, again, no depth. Raider Nation actually has a decent-looking linebacker core. Uh, what was my other one? Oh, Aaron. How's your linebackers looking, pal? Uh, amazing. I I think also. Oh, I also had a side note right here. It says Aaron maybe needing one more running back this year. Maybe needing what? One more running back this year. Which one? You. I said you may be needing another one. Maybe, maybe one more, but I think I'll be okay. Um, as for linebacker. I'm I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. I wouldn't mind having one more, maybe two more, but I think I'm, I think I have enough hopefuls. I think I'll be just fine. Yeah, we'll all see. Right. How, we'll see how all hopefuls pan out. I got a bunch of hopefuls on my roster as well. I think I had twelve linebackers rostered. How many do I have? Let's see. Let's uh, I believe at... I believe it's twelve. I have. Uh, Check out on how the years are, but with that, with with all the trades that have been going through lately, guys, while he's looking at that, we uh, a couple of your teams are starting to develop. They're starting to look a little bit better. I'm not gonna lie, but a few of you, I just don't know what the fuck is going through your head. Like, are you? Is today a weed day and like some days are crack days or or some days you just blacked out? I mean, don't get me wrong, guys. I overpay for people as well when I'm drunk. Hence the uh, second and third round for Jordan Howard. But uh, you know what? Fuck it. That's still one more running back than half of you guys got. Yeah. Yeah. They're kind of low in a lot of places. So with that being said, looking through there, I want to say uh, the biggest ones that really need to make a move at linebacker is going to be Aguin. I want to say boobs and boobs really doesn't have too much. Rogers hurting guys on defense, but that's or knee deep and muff. I keep saying his name uh, is hurting really bad, but that's because he had opt out. And I really think he's been on to even switch out his players. Like he goes on to see our shit talk. He'll send it like a garbage trash trade and then he'll just go out. He won't even adjust his roster. <laughs> yeah. He's got some, he's got some interesting pieces out there though, man. Like he really does. What you interesting know, he's, especially Singletary and Moss at, at running back. Either yeah. way, bro. We're, ta- we're talking linebacker. Six- oh, linebacker. Who's he got? Matt, Matt Milano's number one. Uh, he still got uh, LVE. He still has. Oh, he has L the neck. Tavai right. is a really good option as well. Um, or does he go after? Okay, those are his top three. Awesome bet gone. What happens on bye weeks and COVID? Who's he got? He's got Anthony, Anthony Hitchens. Oh, wow. That's a fucking whoo. That, that got me motivated. Yeah, Dante Hightower was a, uh, was a hit for him because that was one of his main ones. A hit for him and a steal for me. Hightower goes out. They, they say Bentley's going to be the new linebacker there because Bentley played for him last year and knows the defense. I pick up Bentley for $1 on waivers. You know, the funny part about all that is that I tried to trade him uh, Adrian Phillips at the beginning of the year, and he didn't want any part of it. Yeah, he's a – how do I say uh, – knee deep and muff ain't the brightest character. He speaks a few languages. He knows sign language. But, man, I feel like English is really rough on him. He's still learning. Yeah. Four years. Well, as we're going on right here, is there any uh, teams in particular you think that actually are starting to shape up looking good, Aaron? Or 
team that you want to just straight up bash on right now. This is our time. Let's talk some shit. I'm going to pack a bowl. I mean, we could always start bashing on Kareem these nuts. I'd love to. You know who wants to be bashed on, actually? Click um, on he wants to hear our hate. He wants to hear our criticism. Who? Dominus. Dominus. Okay. Well, first of all, stop overvaluing Patrick Queen. And we'll start there. Um, I mean, I like his running backs a lot. I do. Um, Ezekiel Elliott and Aaron Jones especially. I'm not the biggest fan of Chris Carson and Le'Veon Bell long term, but I think they'll they might get him through this year. Um, I don't see them getting him through 2022 or 2021 for that matter. Um, so he's going to have a little bit of work to do there. I like Ken, I like Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett a lot. Uh, Jamison Crowder is an interesting flyer. I just worry it's starting to get a little crowded over there. Uh, Golden Tate. I mean, what is that? He's like 38, 32. He's 32. Um, getting up there. Um, not a big Golden Tate fan at this point in his career. Loved him when he was younger. Uh, so, yeah, that's your starting offense. I'm sure there's some people down at the bottom that aren't plugged in yet. Uh, defensive, line. defensive line here. Chandler Jones, Dante Fowler, and Sheldon Richardson. Not bad. Sheldon Richardson getting a little up there. Dante Fowler's getting a little up there too, isn't he? Uh, I was oh, just saying, no. not bad. you know what's sad? If, if if he has a not bad defensive line, I mean, some of you guys just have trash. Yeah, uh, to hear Whitehead, Eric Kendricks, Jerome Baker as his main three linebackers. He's also got Mac Wilson and Patrick Queen in there, so not bad. Those are those are the de- solid, decent linebacking core. James Bradbury isn't that dude a corner? He sure is. Um, oh. Bradbury is a corner. Uh, this is where this is where I think like I believe that Domino's has a pretty good roster until we get right down here to his fucking defensive backs. This is one of these guys that thinks he's going to stream someone each week. They think he he thinks he's going to be a waiver wire hunter, a waiver wire warrior. This the guy that wins it. But with all of us in this league, there's so many of us that are huge on the waiver wire. Like fucking, welcome to war, bitch. All right. Other than that, if he could get some actual quality safeties in those spots, I think Domino's could have a decent run this year. I just don't think his team's built for longevity at all. He's got some. He's got some interesting pieces throughout his his roster. I will say that I I don't dislike the way that he drafted. I think he um, he played it safe, kept everything close to the chest, but you know he made some good moves and he picked up some decent uh, defensive line picks too, Tim make himself have a, a decent defensive line as late as he went. He's got some decent bench pieces um, all around. I mean, it's, it's not a bad team. I really don't dislike it. I mean, I wish he'd stop overvaluing Patrick Queen and trade him to me. But other than that. Yeah, uh, me too, man. I've been trying to send him trades for Patrick Queen. Yeah. Man, I sent him. I sent him. A, I, I, sent, I don't even need linebackers and I want him. I sent him a, a 2021 first today along with a third and fourth from – uh, sorry – 2022 first and uh third and fourth from the 2020 uh one and i got rejected and i was like man that wasn't even that bad of a trade (laughs) oh some of these guys out there are a little crazy with what they want like you got booze and booze out there like trying to show off uh saquon barkley and let's be real we're not I, you got offered Dalvin Cook rounder from fucking. You said no. That's probably the best you're gonna get. Yeah, you ain't you ain't gonna get what you think you're gonna get for Saquon, especially not before he touches the ball this year. You know, I mean, people are still going off his 2019 stats, and they were not that impressive. Just saying. What was that? Can you hear me? Yeah, it's kind of cutting out a little bit, though, isn't uh, it? Yeah, it cut out for a second right there, and it just reconnected on me. Uh, that's all right, though. You know what? We didn't have a lot of talking about this week. We just kind of want to touch base with you guys since we haven't posted one anyways. Uh, but get on here. Get off, is there anything in particular you want to talk about, touch base on, other than how shitty these guys are fucking valuing picks? Uh, no, just stop, stop overvaluing your rookie players. You know, I say that while I do the same thing. Um, but I clearly don't want to get rid of mine. Um, 
and stop value or start valuing picks higher because you're going to want them next year. You're going to be trading away pieces um, to get those picks back because you've given them up and all of a sudden rookies are going to be hyped in your head. And um, it's just not the, you know, it's a position you don't want to be in. You know yeah. I mean? I, you and I know all about guys, that. We did, we did that in the other league. Yeah. And for you guys trying to send me a fifth round for Denzel Mims, you heard where he went. I'm not trying to overvalue him. I'm not trying to undervalue him. I'm also not going to cut myself shy. He no. I fucking taxi for all I care. He went one pick behind Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, guys. Stuck it. You as know. far as I care, he can settle my taxi. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel like that with a lot of my rookies, too. Um, they you can sit there and chill, man, because they ain't going nowhere. I ain't putting them on the waiver wire, and I ain't giving them away for nothing. Nah, take your coat off, kick your shoes, fucking grab a hey, beer. We're 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 in it for the long haul, you know. Like especially with somebody like Brandon Ayuk, who just keeps yeah. grant, who just keeps gaining value for me. <laughs> or Jalen Hurd, though, man. Last year, his rookie year, he gets drafted. He comes out, he hurts his back. They set him out all year. He's finally looking up to be healthy, to turn it around this year. Boom, Debo Samuels goes out to foot injury. A lot of hype around Jalen Hurd. Bam, ACL tear. Wow. Can, can, can I get A.J. Green traded too? Like, would that is that is that possible, or do I need him to get hurt? Like, for T. Higgins to all of a sudden become relevant, you know? Well, I don't think you, that, I don't think you have to worry about that. I think A.J. Green's fucking done with. He hasn't caught a ball in two years. Like, let's be real, man. I... I He'll be relevant, maybe. I, I doubt it, bro. But not – I think he's going to be like a wide receiver four. So, what do, you, what do you think the T. Higgins' chances of balling out this year are? With uh, it's all going to come down to Joe Burrow's uh, quarterback play, man. Let's be real. We know how this happens with rookie quarterbacks. Is he able to set in that pocket and uh, take that pressure? If, if he gets rattled a little bit and those throws are off, T. Higgins could have a really bad year. With that being said, he comes out, he steps in the pocket, he takes a few hits and delivers some passes. T. Higgins' value can skyrocket. It can go way higher than his ADP. Okay. I like it. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a T. Higgins fan. What about uh, Chase Claypool over there? Chase any, Claypool, uh, I, I really don't have a lot of value on this year. For 2020. Like for 2020. I feel like he's a good 2021, 2022 piece, actually. I'd be more safer to say he'd be someone sent on my taxi for two years. Uh, Claypool, uh, you, you just got to wait, man, for Juju Schuster. I don't believe he's going to be on the fucking uh, Steelers next year. He's going to be gone. To be honest with you, I'm not sold on Dante Johnson. You know, they got James Washington. Nah, bro. Claypool, he has a big physique. He's a powerful wide receiver. I'm not saying, hey, man, this is the guy to go trade for. Everyone go spend all your money. But it'd be interesting to see what he does in two years. He he will have an opportunity to ball out. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited. Those are those are three three guys that I'm hyped up on that I don't really talk about because they're they're just kind of bench players for me, you know. But uh, super he, hyped. You want to know what I want to talk about for two minutes here, real quick? And it, What's it's that? bugging me, and me and you fucking touch base on it. But I, I want the rest of the league to hear this. You motherfuckers that keep sending me fab money for David Johnson. I, I want you to think about this. Me and me and Aaron here broke this down earlier in the week. When you're talking about the Houston Texans, first off, you just paid this guy a lot of money. He better be a starter and see the ball, right? Cool. But then we're going to look at his wide receiver core out there. You got Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. Both of them are injury prone. Other than that, you got Cobb. You got a 37-year-old tight end that's a blocking tight end, not a pass catcher in that. Bell is did, did Kiki get hurt? Who? Kiki Kuti, did he get hurt? Uh, they don't know if he's going to make the starting roster. Mm, okay. Yeah, and so like that's where you're at over there. So who else are you going to like? I, I, don't, they, I don't see who else they think is going to get the ball unless they think that David Johnson is just going to break it on the first rep and out comes Duke Johnson. How have they not brought Dez in? Doesn't that sound like exactly something that organization would do? Keep him here in Texas. That's a smart move instead of letting him go to Baltimore. Well, I'm just saying, like, I mean, it's, you know, big, big or big name, older player. Uh, kind of sounds like, you know, exactly what they'd move into. <laughs> That's actually, I, I'd have to go check their salary cap, but I'm sure they have enough because Des would be on such a small fucking contract. But well, not just that. They they just got rid of Hopkins contract. Like, who's the biggest paid player on their offense? Deshaun Dave Watson? Johnson. David, well, it's only 14 million a year, though. You know, like Hopkins was at, well, I think Hopkins was like 
at like 14 or 15. So I guess it takes the place of, of Hopkins because he wanted more money. And that's why he but left. Like, you, being a Des Bryant moving over there, you can't demand too much money. Des would be lucky to get over five a year. You know what I mean? Like anybody that pays him more than that. Would be... I figured he'd get one of those $1.2 million contracts with incentives. He might. I'm saying he'd be lucky to get more than five. <laughs> I wouldn't sign up for more than five. Not at this point. I mean, he used to be a beast, but, you know, you get old and you, your physique's yeah, not exactly the same. That body taking hits from that offense. I mean, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's in for a year. Like I, he he needs to get paid before this year. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Sign him up, boys, because he's a good quarterback. You just threw away his target. I yeah, mean, don't get me wrong though. Actually, if Brandon Cooks stays healthy, Brandon Cooks is is a decent wide receiver. I, I mean, he's no Hopkins by no fucking means, but he's also no one to really stop you. You're fucking looked at like the boy can put up numbers. He did all right in New Orleans. He did all right in in New, uh, New England. Yeah, both. He did, and, all, he did then, all right his first year at the, for the Rams. Right. And both of those other ones you said are throwing quarterbacks, according to Booze and Boobs, who pointed out in our league chat that uh, Tom Brady was a top five thrower down the field last year. Which he and wasn't then, wrong on. No. So Tom Brady obviously can throw the deep ball. We know Breeze likes to sling it. What's Deshaun going to have to do? He's going to have to sling it. I mean, I'm. It, it, I don't know. That Houston offense, man, it's going to be – I think I'm – I can't – I'm not going to say I'm hyped on it because I almost said that right now. I think it's like one of those I'm excited to go watch the circus. You know what I mean? Is this like, going to be a good circus or a bad circus? I don't know, but I just want to go to the circus, man. It's going to be a shit show. <laughs> uh, Congratulations, Michael McCabe, if you're listening. Your team is going to be a shit show this year. Oh, God. It's going to be dreadful. <laughs> All right, man. Let's uh, Let's go ahead and close up for the night. Yeah, I'm done with everything, man. I just Absolutely. want to talk a little shit to the league. Fuck you, cream these nuts. Fuck you, knee deep in muff. Double fuck you, boobs and booze. Yeah, uh, I just have to go ahead and say fuck every one of you. Hmm. Oh well, I don't know. I wouldn't fuck knee deep in muff. I, I'd probably give me like I'd probably even like one of those guys you like giving people something. Like he should be STD checked, bro. You you better wear something. Yeah. Uh, Especially even with his mind, it's dirty. Oh, his mind's that dirty. Be- just, just talking to him, I feel like I caught something. All right. But with that being said, man, Aaron, you have a good night. I want to say Let's- good night to the whole league. Absolutely. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate it. Remember, guys, get on the app. Like us. Subscribe. You know, Write a review. Write a question on there. We still ain't got no more questions. I've, I've, I've checked it recently. Uh, we've only had one, you know, give us a message, ask us a question. Tell yeah, us something. football dummies, man. We'd love to fucking bash your question. Yeah, the football dummies. We're we're dumb. We'll bash each other. We don't care, whatever. But uh, we'd much rather bash y'all because it's our podcast. And, you know, fuck you. That's why. Yeah. And on that note, fuck y'all. Have a good night. Peace.